Simpson. And Japan have gone absent without leave. This is Whitmore. Hall and Gale both available. It's still Whitmore. It is the reggae boys who take the lead. Ball chat. Greetings, football family. Happy Football Sunday. Happy Football Sunday to the family. Welcome to Ball Chat Podcast. My name is Ben Tan, one of your hosts, along with the family. Come on, Junior is away this week. We miss you, Junior. I miss you at least. Come on, the two, the hard way. How you doing, family? What are you going? Uh, good enough. I can't complain. How are you? I, I'm doing wonderful. I'm wonderful. But uh, Junior tried safely out of the road because we missed the Manchester United fan. Football family. Junior is away this week. How was your football week? Come on. Good. Um, three points in the bag. So I can't. If you have a majority today, because I feel festive. Um, so I, I'm doing okay. All right. All right. All right. Football family. Welcome. Really appreciate you for joining us on today's episode. We'll review some of the week week's major news in the world of fo football the week that was in the world of football we'll take a look at um epl recap as chelsea's winning penalty there's a lot of discussion around rudiger and the awarding of that penalty we'll get the thoughts of our own referee our in-house expert the one who know the ifab rule herself miss come on she'll give her thoughts on this weekend's penalties um um, action in the EPL as the warning of penalties. We'll take a look at the new interim managers for the reggae uh, for Jamaica's national team. The reggae girls have an interim. Um, Vin Blaines will take the rem and uh, reins, and we also have Paul Hall who's taken in charge of the reggae boys. We'll discuss that. We'll also take a look at the Europa um, Europa um, round of sixteen draw coming up, and the Champions League round of sixteen draw coming up. And we'll also big up NYFC. NYCFC MLS Cup champions and a wrap up with yard ballers. But we'll start off with ballers and bugs. Ballers being the impressive players of the week and bugs being the unimpressive players. Um, football family, if you have ballers, send them on. We'll go ahead and highlight them. And if you have bugs, send them on, of course. Um, really appreciate you joining us. Smash the like button, subscribe to the channel, up the likes, up the subscription. Come on, let's get to it. Ballers of the week, family, who do you have as the impressive players of the week? As usual, I have to include my Liverpool uh, Mo Salah. Mo Salah is playing out of his mind, and I think he's one of the best footballers in the world right now. So, um, you know, he did. You know, he scored a penalty, and, and and we're going to talk about all the penalties this weekend. But out of all the penalties that were given this weekend, well, on Saturday, Mo Salah's penalty was the one that I thought was legit um Mo Salah continues to create chances for Liverpool and I think they have to lock him down this contract talk he has not re-signed they have to lock down Mo Salah so Mo Salah for me is my baller of the week and I have to give another a shout out to Conor Gallagher from Crystal Palace that young man is playing out of his mind I think he's a, a very good prospect a good midfielder and he's on loan to crystal palace and today vera was talking all kind of madness and craziness listen chelsea go and one but them property so you know he is my baller of the week as well so most salah and Conor gallagher 
Those are the views of come on. We're not um, treating any human as property around here. Talk about Chelsea going to warm back them property. Why? Clean up them talk, the family. Clean up them talk. Rasta bun them things there. But uh, see what you're saying. See what you're saying. Definitely. Conor Gallagher. Big, big, big game for Crystal Palace. And what? You guys have what? Have him on. What? He's on loan to Crystal Palace Crystal for the year. Palace. Mm -hmm. Okay, so do you know if there's a clause that he can return to Chelsea in January? Because <laughs> Chelsea looked like they eat all the I, help they I, can I don't get. know. They were talking about it this morning, and I think they're going to ask um, TT in the press conference. But they, we don't know if there's a clause. And I think, I think, if you look at the history, Chelsea players always are are able to be recalled at any time. So I wouldn't be surprised if January they call him in because Chelsea's missing me some help. Yeah, Conor Gallagher, he probably, yeah, yeah, call him back. You need all the help you can get. Big up, big up to the family, Kev Leslie. Big up yourself, running in. Kev Leslie said Chelsea's an undercover. Um, Camon is an undercover Liverpool fan. Imagine <laughs> that. <laughs> big up yourself, big up yourself. Yeah, we know it's a common support Liverpool under the quiet. Um, my ballers of the week, ballers of the week, football family, welcome to Ball Chat. Really appreciate you taking the time. Junior is away this week. Big up yourself, Junior. Go and try safely out the road, the family. My, we're in the ballers and bug segment. My ballers of the week, family. I have a couple ballers that I want to highlight. First and foremost, ball of the week to Raheem Sterling. Raheem Sterling scored his hundred. Premier League goal, 100 goals. Big up yourself, Raheem Sterling. And granted, you probably miss about 50 easy, easier goals. But we want to give Raheem Sterling big, big credit. I mean, not many people, not many strikers join this 100 Premier League club. As a winger, attacking midfielder, wherever he's playing, he's definitely a work ethic footballer. Big up, big up, Raheem Sterling, 100 Premier League goals. So I got to big him up for ball of the week. And I also want to give a ball of the week to NY, NYCFC's own Sean Johnson in goal. Big up yourself, Sean Johnson um, saved two PKs in the MLS Cup final as NYFC is now as MLS Cup champions. Big up Sean Johnson, excellent in goal, in goal for, for NYCFC as they are now the MLS Cup champions. You have to, have to big them up. And I also want to acknowledge along with come on. Ball of the week to Conor Gallagher. I thought he was fantastic. Big, big player. Um, he's really molding to something special. And Chelsea, like I said, should call him back fast because he's needed back at home at Chelsea. Um, football family have bugs. Ballers and bugs. Send them on. Um, Kev Leslie says Konate is the boss. Liverpool's um, center back. Konate, big up to Konate. Um, come on, who do you have as your bug of the week, family? Newcastle. Um, and, and I'm not going to go as far as to drag Rafa Benitez in that bug category. I think Rafa is a good coach, and I think he's worth me what he what he has. Um, not Rafa. What did I Rafa for? Yeah, you said Everton. Newcastle is anyhow in charge at Newcastle, yeah, yeah. and well, you well, want to well, give Everton? Yes, but I'm not going to touch on Rafa and Everton. Everton. Yes. So Newcastle. They spend so much money, um, and I think they're really, really poor. The quality isn't there. You have one and two players, and I think Newcastle need to go out there and spend some money. We have Everton with a big, I wouldn't say big name ballers. Um, if Richardson is okay, but it was not effective today, and they lost 
um, the Crystal Palace 3 1. And I mean, Crystal Palace was a better team. They deserve to win. I'm not going to drag Rafa Benitez into that above category because I think he's a good enough coach and he's working with what he has. So Everton gets my bug as well. Abba and Mikel Arteta need to take their love-hate relationship out of the public eye. I don't think, I think it's messy and I think it's, so, it's not good. Yes, if Mikel Arteta thinks that Abba needs to be punished, that's fine. But I don't like that he's being played out in the public eye. I don't know if he they. If Arsenal really want Abba to look bad, to say this is why we're not going to keep... I don't know. Abba is in the 30s. I think he's at the end of his career. I think he does not care. I think he's saying that the, the, the reason he was left out of the squad was because he came back late from a sanctioned um, trip. So it's not the first time. So Abba and Mikel, Barcelona, now in eighth place in La Liga, joined 2-2. I don't know. It's an infestation over by Barcelona. I am so disappointed in them. Um, not even quite touch on Europa qualification for Barcelona, but Europa League for um, Barcelona. But those are my bugs. Newcastle, big up, big up, Everton. Yeah, go ahead. Come on. Sorry. Newcastle, Abba and Mikel Arteta, Everton and Barcelona. Those are my bugs. Yep, yep. And, and I forgot to mention Damari Gray as a ball of the week. Yes, Everton lost today against um, Crystal Palace. But Damari Gray is the only bright spot in this fiasco that is Everton Football Club. Yeah, dashing Rafa, uh, Rafa Benitez inside that mess. Damari Gray is the only bright spot. He gets a ball of the week because he scored a fantastic goal against Arsenal in Monday Night Football. Big up Casher Red, Casher Red, bless up, bless up family. Casher Red said 100 goals. Saluting Raheem Sterling. Big up. Come on. Five years ago, did we think Raheem Sterling would score 100 goals? Talk it through. No. After, um, last year, you think Raheem would have scored 100 goals. And you're right. Ryan put out the 150 right now. He that just buried the chances that he had. Yes. You know, he missed more than him score. It was a, a shorter version of Morata. <laughs> big up, big up, big up, Cash Red. My bugs of the week. Football family, my bugs of the week. I, you know what? Jack Grealish, come on down. Come on down. Jack Grealish gets the first bug of the week. What is what 100 million pounds, whatever the transfer fee is, this Jack Grealish thing. I've seen enough of this Jack Grealish experiment so far. Playing him on the left side of a front three, it's not working. Pep Guardiola and Jack Grealish missed a sitter yesterday, right in front of the goal. This is akin to what Ryan Sterling has missed in the past. But Jack Grealish <laughs> get the bug of the week. This is unacceptable. I know the English press is really advocating for him to do well. They want him to do well. He's loved in some parts of England. But at this current level, he's not good enough. He slows the play down at Man City when the ball goes to him on the left side. So he gets a ball of a bug of the week for me. Unacceptable display from Jack Grealish. And Pep Guardiola have to make some decision on what will happen to Jack Grealish in the Senate. I guess they said that Reed Mahrez took a while to, to simulate, to get with the flow. Um, so he gets a bug of the week. Jack Grealish just not playing well enough. And but Morris never cost a hundred mil. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. Morris never cost a hundred mil. Good, good point. Um, and and bug of the week to Rafa. Yes, <laughs> Rafa and Everton and 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 everybody at Everton but Demari Gray. 
everyone at Everton but Demari Gray, bug of the week. And the main reason why I'm giving Rafa Benitez bug of the week, I mean, it's this love affair with Salomon Rondon. I mean, yes, he came on and he scored a look of flips to goal today. But Salomon Rondon is not Premier League caliber player. He's not. He's a championship caliber footballer. And that's where the mindset is now at Everton under Rafa. Championship level, mediocrity reign supreme. Keep playing Salman Run. Anytime he's available, Rafa turns to him. That's bug display, but I expected better from Rafa Benitez. So he gets a bug of the week. Everybody at Everton, except Demari Gray, gets a bug of the week. And Arsenal. Arsenal. I guess it's Southampton strength to have. The beat Southampton. This is what Arsenal has become. Mikel Arteta, Arsenal Football Club. Let's figure out a way to fix this thing because it's not working. It's, it's mid-table garbage. You're beating Southampton and think that this is good? Southampton? Bug of the week from Arsenal for me and Everton. So, and Jack Grealish. Those are my bugs of the week. Unacceptable. This is the, the legendary Patrick Vieira, Thierry Henry, Freddie Lundberg club. These men, and now look what it has become. Just utter rubbish. And of course, we'll talk about Football Club Barcelona later on when we get to our Europa League recap setup. We don't even want to touch that box side. Um, come on, let's continue on our football roundup and let's get to the EPL this week in the EPL action. Um, penalties reign supreme. Come on, you are the referee. Talk us through. Let's take it one at a time. Man City. Chelsea, Manchester United, all won on a PK. Which one was most egregious, in your opinion? Listen, I, I am upset. All of them and a penalty. The only penalty um, for me was the Liverpool one. I, mean, I don't know what else to tell you. Um, um... I, mean, I, mean, I, tell you. I was so... I was going to post in the football group when Rudiger went down and they were planning on giving the penalty. I was going to post in the football group and say, if this is a penalty, I'm going to mash up my TV. A good thing when they post that because <laughs> I know me post that, I'm going to mash up my TV because it was just so ridiculous. And I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. The, the penalty for Manu was not deserved. Chelsea's last penalty was not deserved. Manchester City's penalty was not deserved. Leicester penalty today was not deserved. Let us talk about the top three ones. The only penalty was the, the, the Mohamed Salah's penalty. That was so obvious. And, 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 and if you look back on penalties at the beginning of the season, these would not have been given. Because when you go back and look at the same incidents in the beginning of the season, they weren't given. And I understand that VAR is there to support the referees. But the referees aren't even taking a minute now to take a, take a breath. It's like immediately to the spot. And then when the referee, the rule is, when the referee gives a penalty, VAR will look at it. But it has to be a clear and obvious error for VAR to overturn it. So if the referee gets it a little correct, VAR is not going to overturn it's the referee. And, and, it is, 
and it and I and and you realize that the man you the man you the and the city um was one zero I think yes and Chelsea was three two. So I think Leeds was robbed, and I think the other teams were robbed as well. We have to be, and 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 my issue is this: it's three different games, four different games accounted in Leicester, different referees, and yes, the human component is there, but I just don't understand the logic of giving soft penalties. Not when you're talking about the the, the top teams, them. You know, it is so tight, and then a, a, a three point here or a one point here can be detrimental to teams who are in the relegation zone. So I, I just I disagree completely. And if you watch Rebecca Lowe and the other guys, um, they yeah. disagree with the cause as well. Like like across the board, for everybody it was um an OPK. And I and I don't understand. Use VAR correctly so we can have correct calls. Um Cashier Red says if Jack Grealish was a woman, he he would be pregnant, him love lay down. We would say we would say the same thing about Cristiano Ronaldo, and we would say the same thing um about Ryan Sterling. So watch it. The Jack um Jamai Chelsea UK said, but my box is Formula One. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody um, else is Formula One today. Dalton, big up Dalton, big up yourself, family. Dalton says ball of the week is Liverpool. Bug is Porto FC for crumbling when they had their destiny in their hands. Um, Porto FC is wet in the bed there. All right, let's take these penalty, um, penalties one at a time and look at the Joao Matinho um, incident. Joao Matinho for Wolves says the ball hit him under his armpit. He was gesticulating or showing to the referee that it's clearly under my arm the ball hit at little. And, and, and you, 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 your conclusion, come on, is that because the referee called a penalty, the evidence have to be irrefutable for them to overturn it, and so Correct. okay, so that so you wouldn't have given a given a penalty for this one. Absolutely not. Okay. And 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 even in my and and we talk about we laugh about this because we think it's funny because we say even referee at my little level, my certification class is so vigorous. We spend hours watching what is a handball, and they change the rules so often. Remember last year. Any handball was a ball. It's not like that anymore. If the ball hits you, the defender on the side, gets onto the hand, it's not a handball. So, you know, uh, it, it is different for us um, spectators because we really don't know the rules, but it changes so often. And in some things are crazy. If it's under the arm, there's no way. It's, there's absolutely no way it should have been given a penalty. Um, you know, I don't know. VAR says it wasn't clear and obvious. So they stuck with the referee's decision, which I think was wrong. Speaking about wolves, one boy need a box in them face. I'm not, I'm not advocating yeah, violence. Yeah, these are views of yeah. let, me, let me take that back. As two a professional, yeah, two ears. Let's let, let's take it back. I am also in a football group. I ask scary all the time. Oh, I get into this group because I have to be arguing with people back and forth over the foolishness. So the um the referee, yes, the referee is supposed to ref and keep the spirit of the game in, in, in mind. But the rules are the rules and the rules are there for a reason. As a professional footballer, you know that if you delay the restart of a game, it's a caution. 
Yes. A free kick, you're supposed to give the player space. A yes. player, if this is not, this is not um primary school or high school where the player ball or ref ten. Yes, you know yes. this. So you got a stupid yellow card, and you decided that you want to delay the start of the game. It has to be a yellow, and that's a second yellow, two stupid yellows, and you leave your team down. Before that red, let us be honest, was they were all they were all them on yes, against Manchester. Yes, yes, think, yes, yes. I think if there was if there we had eleven versus eleven, I think it would have been a different outcome, barring a teething penalty, um, <laughs> for them. Also, I want to touch on this too. If if guys in a football group that I'm on, I'm not going to call the name. I want to throw it out there because we're going back and forth. If you watch the Premier League, you realize that. A substitution is not complete until the player who is being substituted gets on the pitch when the player will come off, come off. So let us one minute, Benton. 30 seconds. Let me yes, go ahead. Asking whatever. So the question was: if a player gets a second yellow for wasting time when coming off while being substituted, will the player who is being substituted on be able to come on? He can come on. But he won't be substituted for that player who got a second yellow. So if you're if you're walking off the pitch slowly and you get a red, your team is reduced to ten men. So I'm bring it out there because we are going back up with them again. So homeboy got a yellow card, deserving a second yellow, and he left his team um hanging out there. Yes. So it, it's just ridiculous. So there was I was kind of impressed with Wolves. I gotta say. So no, we kind of said the top three teams kind of struggling to kind of beat teams and let us be honest if it wasn't for those penalty calls then liverpool would probably be top of the table um uh you know the, the raul jimenez yes he, he's definitely made some bo uh, bonehead decision two consecutive uh, uh crazy decisions there in the span of a minute or so or a few minutes and pick up the red um on the rudiger as it relates to the rudiger penalty we spoke about it earlier clish uh, you know, put his foot on Rudiger's uh, back of his leg. You wouldn't call it as an official, as a certified official, as, as you spoke about earlier. Um, Rudiger, if we saw, you saw, I don't know if you saw the replay where Rudiger was smiling there. It looked like he was smiling when his face was um, on the ground rolling there. Um, <laughs> it's that Chelsea thing. Do you remember when, when um, Drogba um, was on the ground? And he peeped up between his fingers looking when he was supposed to be fall. You remember that? Yeah, yes, yes, yes. It's like a Chelsea thing. And, 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 and yes, referees get tricked. I mean, like, we get tricked all the time. I mean, like, it, it, it is part of the game. But they have to, they, I mean, they have to penalize players. Like, if I think if a player dives in the box and it's not a penalty, it's a dive. And with a dive, you card the player. So we can take it out of the game. Yeah. These nowadays, even even Ronaldo. Ronaldo is, is one of the players who I like him, but he whines too much. Like every every incident, every little feel he wants to fall and he wants to ask for a foul or a penalty. And it's just madness. And I think players know any little bit of pressure that they feel, they use it to their advantage. And it's really harsh you mean yes a referee give up because you really don't know yeah um yeah. so Rudiger's to me the first one was but for me the last penalty the last um penalty that that Chelsea got was not and uh, we have to be fair yes I'm happy for the three points 
because in the last 20 minutes, lead to the ball my side. When we say my, my team is under pressure, when it's under pressure, um, yes, we got for it, but we have to, we have to love the game and we have to call it out when we see it. Yeah, and yes, yeah. that was not a penalty to me. I would not have given it if I was a referee on the pitch. Yeah. Big up, big up, only DNE, D, um, only DNE says Grillish not ready. Yes, we agree, definitely Grillish not ready. And yes, um, there was a question of a call regarding the Manchester United foul, um, you know, uh, Manchester United penalty. Let's take a look at the scores for the weekend and, and step over to looking at the table in a second. Um, coach of, of Norwich, Dean Simmons said, yo, basically Manchester United players were refereeing the game. I guess Dean Simmons may get a call from the Referees Association. He said uh, uh, Marcus Rashford gave himself a free kick and, uh, you know, Manchester United players were essentially the man in charge are the ones who were dictating what the referee did. Um, do you like that assessment by Dean Simmons? Come on, for a coach to yes. let him talk there. Yes. Yes. I mean, I mean, but the, the call, man, just leave it alone. Talk to the coach after um, the referee afterwards rather than put it in public. That's all. But, but he was asked the question, though. So right? It's not everything good for eat, good for talk. Sometimes we just say. He, well, 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 he's learning from, from Jose Moreno. But, <laughs> but, but to be fair, though, I mean, no, talk the truth. Now, which should play good. Yes, they played well. They have significantly no, 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 improved. No, no, yes. Yeah, no, yeah, Norwich should have walked away with a point. At least a point. Um, so, yes, as, as I, I remember, Norwich not doing so well. So, as a coach, you feel as if you really lost that game unfairly. And I tell people all the time, the coach is your advocate. When a player comes to me and talks to me, I don't want to hear it. I really don't make a coach be an advocate. And that's what he, he's doing. Yes, he's advocate. And I mean, it is what it is. But, yeah. but we saw it with our own eyes bent on that Norwich was wrong. Yeah. Now, but, all right, speaking, let's look at the EPL table. As round 16 wraps up, Tottenham game was postponed because of COVID positive um, an infestation regarding COVID at the Tottenham but headquarters. Not only that too, Manchester United did not have um, training today, I think, something like that, because there's talk of COVID in the Manchester United yes, camp yes. as well. And another camp, was it Aston Villa? Somebody's Aston, Aston Villa, I think, too. Uh, yes, I think there were reports for Aston Villa. Uh, David Ornstein reported that, reported that Manchester United didn't have training because of COVID infection. So we'll see if the Brentford versus Manchester United game scheduled for Tuesday will go ahead. Um, speaking of the table, Norwich sitting on 10 points um they're three points away from safety watford sitting right above them um norwich is still in this thing come on norwich is still in this thing norwich are dead last yeah but they are still in it i mean <laughs> you know they are and, and they've they've they, they have a coach now who's who's definitely whipped them into shape in regarding defensively and they might survive this thing who knows dean said and, and 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 you see why that one Point was so vital yes. to them, right? Because they would have hop skipped and jumped over Newcastle and they would be under Burnley. Even though them goal difference is ridiculous. Yes, yes, but, goal difference is huge. And, and, and if they had won, if they had won, they, they would be in good standing as well. So, you know, I, I just think it was, they were just hard done um, this weekend. But I liked how they were playing. I still think, yes, Pookie is a championship player, but Pookie is my Pookie. So, you know, I think that Norwich will be safe 
because Watford's not playing good, Southampton's not playing good. I am so disappointed in Leeds. He was like the great team that moved up from championship, and we expected so much more from them. Uh, the honeymoon no, period so... over, man. Honeymoon period, the second season now. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and they really did not make a splash on the transfer market. Yes. So I think, I think Dean Smith is a good coach, and you know, so the, so the Aston Villa sacking was really surprising. Yes, you know, every team have them little slump and the injuries and stuff, but I did like how Norwich was playing, and yes, hopefully um they'll stay. But if not, um they'll win the championship next season jamai chelsea says next bugs fc barcelona and juventus we'll get to barcelona in a second as we discuss europa league coming up um draw coming up tomorrow along with champions league draw um before we move away from the epl the festive season is coming the games are coming thick and fast now man city sitting at the ham liverpool um 37 in second chelsea in 36 on in third on 36 for chelsea Angola Kante is huge to whatever they decide to do. Whatever objective they have, they must get Angola Kante back. How is the state of um, the status? What is the status of Angola Kante? Man still injured. Can I touch on Sal for me? I mean, like, you know, it, it's like, what? It's not John who? Salman! Arsenal want a player! On <laughs> side. What? So, 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 so listen, so are we saying that without Kante and Chilwell, let's not leave her Chilwell, right? So you're saying without Chilwell and Kante, Messiah that struggle? I think without no, I mean, yeah, Chilwell is definitely important, but the, yeah, and, 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 they and, gave up two goals every, yesterday. Sorry, they gave up two goals yesterday. Every time, well, I'll, all right then, let me get Alonso and Prop. Yesterday is a, is a um, goal line clearance for us, right? From Alonso, which yeah. is okay. But Alonso is not good enough. Whenever Alonso in my starting lineup or on my pitch, I expect to lose. I do not know how. I think maybe he's a beast. You see, some of them players there, you think that in training, they're, they're a beast. Because when they come on the pitch, then we don't see anything. Isn't Lukaku back from injury? Why I'm only against six minutes? What is what is that madness? What is the craziness with Kai Havertz? I put a call out to all of my friends them in London. Say every pre-game, they invite Kai Havertz over their yard, make some porridge give him with a little bit of lamp oil. Because for some reason, Kai Havertz, is, he just does not look the part. And I think he's just an expensive player for the League Cup. Because the Premier League, I think, is moving too fast for him. I don't, I don't get it. Timo Werner is not that great either. So what, what is it? Lukaku isn't injured anymore. Why are we not using him? And why are we not pulling? So I don't know what TT doing. I think he's overthinking things. And I think if he mess around, him and the Russians. Um, I think games coming thick and fast. Uh, Matthew Kovacic. There was word that he's back in training and he's also an integral part of that Chelsea midfield. Is he supposed to return soon? Um, come on. He's in training. Yeah. So let us see. Will he get 90? Will they integrate him in come second half? I'm just saying we are starving for goals, right? Because I think if you outscore, yes, defense is good. 
But if you outscore your opponents, you must win, right? So we have a hundred million pound man. We are we give six minutes to do what? And I mean like leads to the ball. We I was so worried and I just don't understand. TT needs to get himself together because if that's the case, Man City and Liverpool will just run over Liverpool. Yeah. Um, it's tight now, but all we need to do is if we drop two, if we lose two games and City and Liverpool win two, I think it is over because it's going to be very hard to catch them back unless we get some DVD beside the beat up and now we can you and even then we're not safe yeah, because yeah. I think it... Chelsea, I think Chelsea's problem is speed. Without a, a Conte, I think speed kills us because Thiago is really, really slow. Yeah, he's slow. And he's I say, slow. yeah, and I say Alonso, <laughs> I think Alonso overthinks things. And I think Rudiger reminds me of a Damian Lowell, very good defender, but can be rash at times. Um, so, you know, let us see. Chalabot is, is still out. Um, sometimes Reese is on, sometimes he's off. I, some, you know, he wasn't really effective. Um, so let's, I, I don't know. We just need to get it together. Getting to the business end of the EPL festive season. Games coming fast. You have games on Tuesday. Feature game for Tuesday, Man City versus Leeds. Um, feature game for Wednesday of this week, Arsenal versus West Ham. West Ham should beat that side. And Liverpool plays uh, Newcastle on Thursday. Everton versus Chelsea is a feature game for that. Um, but... Uh, for the Thursday uh, fixtures, Liverpool and Ch and Man City, it seems like they're kind of getting to stage to try to separate from this group. And Chelsea yeah. better not slip. Chelsea better not slip. And I just said that. Can yeah. you not say it again? It's like a rugby rugby team. Yes, they better not slip. Weekend fixtures. Listen, yes, listen, so I, listen. And, and this is three points. Yes. Them say I can't have me the corner chicken before the match, but there's nowhere... Newcastle are going to beat Liverpool. Yes, yeah. we can't hope for Leeds to ball Man City and beat them. But there's no way Newcastle is going to beat um, Liverpool. And Chelsea will have their hands full with Everton. Yeah, Everton can be poor at times. But when Everton click, when Richardson and um, Damari Gray click, you know, I'm pick, pick Fred not too, too bad either. Right? So, whatever. So we have to make sure that when we get our, our games going, we get our three points. Yeah, yeah. Games coming thick and fast over the box over the um, this week and the Christmas period. And then games next weekend also. So we have games this week in the EPL and games over the weekend. Feature game on Sunday, Spurs versus Liverpool. Providing that Spurs COVID situation is resolved, Man City will play Newcastle on Sunday. Um, feature game on Saturday, Arsenal versus um leads um that's it for epl roundup any final news any any final news about the epl this weekend that you thought i mean the game some of them are lukewarm at best any final takeaway from this weekend cpl action we now want some more teeth in pronounce no the more teeth in pronounce. <laughs> all right let's look ahead at the champions league draw coming up come on and europa league draw coming up um, tomorrow, your thoughts on, on, on where things are in terms of these 16 teams that have made it and what do you expect looking forward to the Champions League and Europa League draw 
I suspect now you will finally watch Europa League because Football Club Barcelona <laughs> is now a member of the Europa League. Absolutely not. I don't watch Thursday night football. I have other things to so do. So you're not watching watch. Football Club Barcelona? No, no, I have my ear to watch on a Thursday. And the dog to be on a Thursday. I mean, I have no time to watch Barcelona Europe. I don't watch Thursday night football, sir. Atalanta, Barcelona, Dortmund uh, made it into the Europa League. The, the draw is scheduled for tomorrow. In Champions League, the teams that are, of course, the usual suspect, Bayern Munich, Liverpool, Paris, Ajax, Chelsea, Real Madrid. Real Madrid won the uh, Madrid derby today. Um, Champions League and Europa League draw round of 16 will take place tomorrow. Big, big games coming down. Big, big games coming down. Um, as it pertains, the only shot news that's coming out of uh, this weekend's champ uh, this week's Champions League action is that we expected Barcelona to get eliminated and go to Europa League. And in, in the light of things, I mean, it, it was expected. So it may be a good thing for them. Because the side Why is a good thing for them? Huh? Why is that a good thing for them? You know, because they're not up to scratch. They have other things to do. They need to focus on trying to qualify for Champions League next year in the league. I think playing multiple competitions, the Europa League, and our, our Champions League and Copa del Rey, whenever that picks back up, is really going to stretch his team. And right now, Xavi is, is essentially trying to figure out his best 11. And I don't even think he has 11 good players there. I don't, that's what I said to you. Unless Bradway come back, make it up to 11. But um, he said he wanted to build from the ground up. Hey, Xavi, yes, I know you're grown. So let's all the way, you know, listen, Barcelona poor, just poor, poor so, all around. The quality is poor, the level is poor. And I think maybe they have to, they have to play um, PK because he's what, part owner. <laughs> so they have to play him. Um, I just don't understand what is going on. They spend so much money. You know what? Uh, we never want to talk about it. Uh, big up, Prime Minister. Is Barcelona the favorite to win the Europa League? Come on. Are you in? <laughs> Not over Borussia Dortmund. Not Borussia Dortmund. I'm going to run them up. Run up the score. Run up the score. Because they can't handle the speed. So, no. Barcelona the favorite. Listen. I think if Barcelona fail to reach the final of Europa, that's it. I burn all of my, no, I burn them. I <laughs> go use them and wash my car. That's what I go do. If them fail to win Europa, I am using my Barcelona jersey, and I'm saying it right now, and wash my car because that makes no sense. Because it would be like how the mighty has fallen. So nobody no longer. There was rumor that Cavani was going to go to Barcelona. Cavani was like me, go to where? And they don't, they're not the champion team. So they're not going to attract talent. Um, uh, Big up, big up to Marshall Boston. Mullins. Big up yourself, family. Bless up yourself, John. You know, welcome to Ball Chat. Um, come on. Before we move over, I want to repeat, uh, remind listeners, the Champions League and Europa League draw is scheduled for 11 a.m. Eastern time tomorrow. Um, 16 teams in, in the knockout stage of the Champions League. The draw is scheduled for tomorrow. Um, Come on, you saw the Madrid derby. Um, Real Madrid defeated Atletico Madrid. Atletico Madrid is not doing well in the league. 
Um, do you expect Real Madrid? It seems like Carlo Angelotti has this Real Madrid team clicking. I mean, do you expect them to win? How far do you expect them to go in this Champions League? I think they'll go final. Surprising. I mean, are you surprised how quickly he seemed to have rectified issues there? I, no. I mean, listen, players are allowed to have a bad game. Bad season, right? We know the quality. We know Vinicius' quality. We know Asensio's quality. We know Big Ben's quality. Um, we know the quality of the Real Madrid squad. Them not, there was no big shuffle. There was no influx of players. There was no exodus of players. This, we're, what we're looking at is the core group, right? It's the core Real Madrid. Now, only for new faces. This is what we're seeing. This is what you get when a team train and play together and hang together and just move forward together. You have to trust the process. Nobody knew. So, so now when you see the Benzema comfortable in him get a new contract, when you see Vinicius get a new contract and given the ability to roam, right? Because he's not stationary. So the coach give him the you look at you look at players who are playing free. Like one boy said to them, listen, go out there and, and, and live your best life. So you see Vinicius now scoring for fun because he's not restricted. You see a big Ben scoring because he's, he's in shape, you know, going back to France. Um so you're seeing the the the, the players really feeling football and and it's and it's not even boring football neither yeah it's not both it's not no yeah. sit back no it's not no sit back and soak up pressure yes, it's yes. like real attacking defending um fun good football so they're going to win they're on 42 points yeah, wrap it yeah. up no it, it is there you know so with with so with this cushion this much cushion bent on players can be what they can be creative them can back heel they can flick your ball nice six they can do whatever they want to do yeah. so i see real madrid going far because they're doing well there's no pressure on them um in the league so they can be really free and fresh and fit when it comes to um the champions league. yeah crime minister what says big talk we want to see the, the car spotless come on when you use your barcelona jersey watch it if they don't win um you know looking at the champions league round of 16 um teams is it well it's funny villarreal is in the next round of 16 and football club barcelona is home that's interesting big up big up to villarreal una emery and villarreal i will say this i um and tomorrow the champions league round of 16 and europa league round of um knockout stage draw will take place i will say this liverpool I think is a, a huge favorite to win this competition. If those players stay healthy, I think this this team will probably repeat. They, I mean, if they're on, there's not many teams in this in this round of sixteen will 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 beat them. Maybe Bayern Munich at best. If, uh, Ajax. No, so Ajax. I mean, Ajax, Ajax, Bayern, and Liverpool. I think were the only team to yeah. be perfect. Yes, yes, yes. In in in, in this round. In this, so yeah. I I I don't know. I, I don't know. Um I don't I don't know. Ajax scored twenty goals. 
and five goals were scored against them. The goal difference was 15. Yeah. And, the, and, and the group wasn't bad either. Um, so I think maybe even Real Madrid can beat them. But it's going to be, it's going to take a miracle for me to beat Liverpool. Remember, we, we said that Liverpool's group was the group of death? Yes, yes, the group was, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and Liverpool, and... Liverpool, look at it and say, we be laughing in your face. Group of what? So yeah. when we hear the Liverpool fans, them are a ball, and I say, whoa, you know, whatever. You really don't have anything to worry about as long as your main players remain healthy. Yeah, if that front, yeah, yeah, those front three stay healthy, that front three stay healthy. Thiago Alcantara is playing some good football. Liverpool is a special, special team, you know, I mean, and it, if you're a fan of the game and the bias towards the team, it's really joy to watch how they, you know, you know, electric football, essentially. Big, can't big talk stuff. too much about them, you know, you, you, you don't talk about how oh, undercover Liverpool <laughs> You just love, you just love football and it's a, it's a joy to really watch them um, play football. Yeah, man. Um, yeah. We used to tease them and say, I got Thiago Bola, I only get Thiago Silva, like the other way around, because my one a quick silver. Man, slow like molasses. Yes, and Europe and Champions League knockout stage draw will take place tomorrow, 11 a.m. We'll go ahead and post on our platform um, once uh, the next round of matches, uh, the matchups take place, um, is scheduled. Uh, before we move to Jamaican football, come on, we have to highlight NYFC, champions of the MLS. Big up, big up, big up to MYFC and Sean Johnson. Quick five seconds. Make you give them them time because not often them win trophy. I first them win MLS Cup and then win them them division too. Um, Sean Johnson. I I my my husband was a complaint say because we like Bill Amid. So we I said Bill Amid is better than Sean Johnson, but apparently not. I'm like I don't know. Is Sean um, Johnson Sean have Johnson, some Jamaican connection? And play for the U team one time. Yes. Okay. See, yeah, Sean Johnson. Sean Johnson could. Yeah, but we, we, I think we covered in the goalkeeper, whatever, because Iman Blake will not coexist, right? Yes, because yes. they're two starting um, goalkeeper. That's the quality. So I, I, I like Portland. Um, I was happy that New York City FC won because the game was really exciting. Well, no, the game is kind of boring-ish, but it was end-to-end action, kind of, because they skip out the middle. But anyway, so the goal, the equalizing goal, and this is the thing, I mean, like, we love VAR, but VAR is run by human beings, and yeah. because it is run by human beings, we still get the error. New York City FC, the player was fouled in the build-up of that equalizing goal. And the VAR um, um, referee did not disallow the goal. So when they went to penalties, I knew it was karma for me because they should have won in, 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 in um, regular time. So big up to New York City FC, a.k.a. Man City, but the poorer cousin who don't have a stadium, a.k.a. Oil Money FC, for winning um, the MLS Cup. New New York Red Bull should be ashamed of themselves. They have a stadium. They have players for them to come up to the academy, and they don't have a star to show it. But anyways, <laughs> yeah, don't fun. light a fire. Leave the Red Bulls fine. Big up to the Red Bulls, Nation. But Pep Guardiola speaking at his pre-match presser 
on Friday said, yo, we are pulled for NYFC. Of course, they're a sister club owned by the CM group or whatever. So congrats to the MLS champs, um, NYFC, NYCFC. All right, let's get to Jamaican football because we have a lot of things to touch on Jamaican football. Come on, Mr. Vin Blaine make his made his return. Reggae Girls, new coach. Vin Blaine is back at the wheel. Um, your thoughts? He was the U.S. Virgin Islands director of football or football coach and education director. Um, your thoughts on Vin Blaine being hired to be the man in charge to take the Reggae Girls to the World Cup? First of all, Vin Blaine need to lose that earring. No, leave the man earring alone. I mean, lose the earring proper. But anyways, I like um Vin. I don't know if I would. Let me let me choose my words carefully. I don't know if I would choose them. But let us see who his assistant is. Um, let us see. I think they have started to have count. You know, the good thing is that Vin Blaine is not a new person. He's used to the runnings of the JFF. He's used to the, the shenanigans. He's used to the people. Um, let us see. We need to start our campaign from now. So having someone identified to do so is a plus. Um, I don't know who the assistant is. I haven't heard. But congrats to Vin Blaine. Vin says, quote, I am very motivated. I have seen the team and the players, and I think they have a strong team that can make it to the World Cup. And to coach a team to the World Cup is every coach's dream, end quote. Um, you know, he's definitely, you know, people speak about him as a tactician. He's definitely in the know when it comes to coach. It's, it's a huge task now. Um, decided to take on this 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 man um, this responsibility of taking the reggae girls to the World Cup. Uh, yeah, I guess we'll just wait and see. Any word on who might be a part of his staff? Have we heard anything? Um, who might be in this? No, nothing. Nothing. Yet. <clears throat> no. Hopefully they'll announce it soon since he's um, you know, he's there. And, and, and just to remind listeners um, of the, the lay of the land for CONCACAF World Cup qualifiers for uh, Women's World Cup in 2023 coming. Um, yeah, the first round of qualifications um, that will take place between February of next year to April. Teams are divided into teams three to 32 are divided into what? Six groups, six groups of five. The top two teams and CONCACAF already qualified to the final round that will take place in April. That is United States and Canada. Um, the winners of each group will then go on to join USA and Canada in the final round. The top two from each of those groups of the final round will make it to um, New Zealand, Australia. Is that sounds about right? Did I do? Was I Yeah. yeah. And Jamaica is sitting in group C with Dominican Republic, Bermuda, Grenada, Cayman Islands. Um, when asked, Vin says, the first objective is to win the group. Of course, win the group, because you have to win the group to, to go through. Yeah, and, and the thing is, remember, you know, we can't look at it and say, oh, these are easy teams. Everybody recruiting. Everybody is there recruiting players. So like oh, we have Chelsea player, 
Liverpool player, Reading, everybody recruiting. I mean, but come on, come on. You were playing on, Dominican man. Republic, Bermuda, Grenada, Cayman Islands. Mm -hmm. I Them, mean, um, excuse me, excuse oh, me, listen to me. Remember the same thing we talked about, Curacao? If Jamaica <laughs> cannot, if the Jamaican women's team cannot win this group and football family, you need to win this group and to go on to the final round of CONCACAF local qualifiers. Baldo play on paper, Ben Stan. Well, thank Ball you for reminding me. Baldo play on paper. So if we have a juice defense from Chelsea, um, Bermuda might have a, a Tracy McKenzie from Arsenal. You know, it's not far-fetched. So all we have to do is take care of our business, fix our yard, off camp. Don't wait till two weeks before the tournament. You're bringing the players them. You know you have the, the Bunny Shaw and the Juice Spence out there and the Chinese Lou and the Sydney Shiner out there. Go, get the local players them together in camp. And what I have been told was that they're having camp. There's no camp going on. All right. Yeah. And my apologies to the opponents. I don't want to disrespect Dominican Republic, Bermuda. You're doing it already too late. Yeah. My apologies on Cayman Islands. You have to respect the opponents. So, yes, Vin Blaine will take charge of the reggae girls. CONCACAF uh, first run of World Cup qualifiers for world, um, will take place from February to April. Um, FIFA World Cup will take place in 2023. Australia and New Zealand teams expanded from 24 to 32 teams. Um, any, uh, anything that stand out in the other groups? Come on. I mean, Mexico, Puerto Rico, Suriname, Antigua, Barbuda, Anguilla in Group A. Mexico should win that group, the favorites, right? In Group B, Guatemala. Yeah, we want them eat up them one and over there. So we're not business about them. We want them up themselves. I mean, like, let us be fair too. Mexico women's team are really not powerhouse. I mean, like, yeah, we always say Mexico. Now we always say because the men good, we are gonna assume whatever. Haiti is 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 always they've always been a problem team for us. Haiti, they're technical and fast, just like us. Um, I'm not really, I, I'm not. I mean, like U.S. of course, Canada of course. Um, but we should, we should be able to progress from 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 this room. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say easily. But we should be able to progress. And so Haiti is in Group E, where they play Cuba, Honduras, St. Vincent, and the Grenadines and British Virgin Islands. And just to reiterate, family, the top two in CONCACAF World Cup qualifiers, top two in FIFA standing, women's team automatically make it to the final round. The top two teams are the U.S. and Canada. They're waiting for six teams. The winner of each of these groups, Group A through F, will go on to join the USA and Canada in the final round for CONCACAF World Cup qualifiers. The top two from each of those groups will then go on to Australia, New Zealand for the Women's World Cup. And then the third place will play in an intercontinental championship to make it to the world. All right, so that's the women's team. Vin Blin at the wheel. We'll see what happens. And of course, Ball Chat will provide wall-to-wall -wall coverage of um, women's Jamaican reggae girls women's qualifiers. All right, Paul Hall is not a man at the wheel when it comes to the reggae boys. Come on, take it away. Well, and that one assistant, did he say? I have no idea, but Paul Hall is now in charge. Um, 
I guess this is not overdue. I mean, it's 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 a, one of the worst kept secrets. I think we most of us knew that Tapa was on the way out. Um, are you surprised that Paul was appointed though? And they, since he was Tapa's assistant, come on. Um, no, I, I, no, I, I, no. But if Paul Hall had said no, I would have understood because the man have him in business to deal with um Afari. So I am not surprised. As I said, you know, it's continue. It's a continuation of whatever we have. So he knows the players, um, he knows the mission, you know. I don't think he, he helped himself with the Panama game, but I think JFF thing that Paul Hall know him I do. I don't even know, but let us see what happens. If he can turn this around, the second half of our campaign, then um, it was a good interim signing. If he cannot, then it was a bad one, but we're not going to know. But I mean, I think JFF don't have any money. I wouldn't be surprised Paul Hall work for free. Yeah, reminding listeners, Canada, the standing in the CONCACAF World Cup qualifiers, men tr um, um, trying to make it to Qatar 2022. Canada sitting on 16 points, USA 15. Mexico and Panama tied on 14. Costa Rica, 9 points. Jamaica, 7. El Salvador, 6. Honduras on 3 points. Um, come on, usually in football, normally you get a new coach and there's a new coach kick. There's, there are six games remaining in, in, in this, this, this phase. Uh, so the reggae boys will play um, uh, Mexico on January 27th. New coach kick supposed to provide a, a three points. They have to get three points at the, at the Independence Park. Yeah, you have the new coach, but you have the same players. <laughs> So I don't uh, <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. Um, you know, maybe maybe we maybe we'll get points without playing top football. I mean maybe the philosophy will be different, but they're still the same players. So, you know, how can you win the game with the same players, refuse to score or cannot score, miss the goal the same way, um, don't defend properly, you know, how you know, un unless the philosophy changed. So uh, we'll see. We're still in it. It's not. We're not out of it. We're not. We're not out of the zone. We still have a chance to to make it. Mexico is a wounded animal. They're not playing their best. I think this is one of the poorest Mexican side we've seen, and they're right for the picking. And we can um, beat Mexico. We we should, actually we beat the USA if it wasn't for the teeth in referee nominated my apologies. My, if it wasn't for that bad, bad, bad call, <laughs> if 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 it was that uh, that bad call, would yes. have walked away with three points. And um, press officer Earl Bailey of the JFF reported that the Jamaican Federation was fined one thousand dollars by FIFA for a bottle being tossed. One thousand Swiss francs, sir. Well, thank you. One thousand Swiss francs. Sorry, I need to do my conversion. 1,000 Swiss francs for a bottle being tossed on the track or tossed after um, the, the disallowed um, Damien Logo there. Come on. So, you know what? Do you expect fans in the stand for this game against Mexico? Yes. Yes. I, I, yes. Um, the numbers are, are improving. Um, so, I think, I think, what's his name? Chris and Andrew need to realize that 
reggae boys need the fans. Um, and what kind of buckle was it? I mean, all them lucky was that Shandy buckle because that lick at. I don't, you know, I don't even know if Shandy still make come on. I don't even. <laughs> so, uh, a red stripe, um, watermelon buckle. Um, so yes, I think we'll get fans in the stands. I mean, we should get fans in the stands. Are we the only ones playing without fans? Yeah, I think we are the only ones. You need fans in the stands. Um, there's a way to do it, and you saw the impact of fans um, at the last encounter. You know, you definitely give a, give the players a lift. Um, before we go to yard ballers, sticking to World Cup qualifiers, and Jamaica JFF press officer Earl Bailey reported that VAR will be utilized in the um, next round of qualification, World Cup qualifiers, CONCACAF. Um, I haven't heard or seen anything officially from CONCACAF. Um, the last I, I saw from CONCACAF relating to VAR was in September when they said that some stadiums weren't ready. But if uh, Mr. Bailey is correct, I mean, he should know. He's JFF press officer. Um, your thoughts on if VAR is actually used? We need VAR. Um, you know what? It's a double-edged sword. Because if we had VAR, Damien would have gotten a red. Taxi would have gotten a red. Um, but um, the goal that Damien Lowe scored would have counted. So, you know, so it is a double-edged sword. Um, I think, and I said before, VAR is as good as the person who is using it, who is running it. Um, but it's an extra set of eyes. You know, the ball, the line crossed, the, the, the ball crossed the line. And not even, not even, you know, not even goal line technology. Um, because I come of it, they want to it on them net back. But anyways, um, you know, we 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 can use it. I mean, it it can be to our detriment and it can be to our benefit. So I think they are um would that be would be um an extra thing that 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 would be good for us. And and once again, football family, we just want to reiterate that um. A JFF press officer Earl Bailey tweeted that VAR will be utilized in the upcoming round of matches, um, or in the in the game against Mexico. We haven't I haven't seen anything officially from Concacaf pertaining to this. We'll keep you abreast. Um, my only issue with this is that, brother, if I use VAR now, I mean you never use VAR yet games ago. You can't introduce VAR in the middle of the competition. I think that's a big no-no. The competition is running with VAR. Don't introduce it. Just end the competition the way it is. And in the next round, our next qualification period, use VAR. I think it's, I think this is not, I, I don't agree with this decision. If it's actually um, utilized. Well, we disagree upon that. I think it is a good thing. Yes, them never, them never um, use it at the first half. But I think they saw where they needed it. I mean, for some of the games, come on now, the officiating was shambolic for some of the games. And some of the calls were really, you know, bad. I know like two of the calls them went against the USA. I wouldn't be surprised if USA write them a letter and tell them, say, dear CONCACAF, we would appreciate it if you would introduce um, VAR, yours with love, USA. So, but uh, um, we saw VR in the EPL this weekend, and we're gonna get to yard ballers in a, in like thirty seconds. So, what if we have some some human error on the v, in the VAR boot? Come on, I mean, how does that? Yes, that... 
I mean, that, that, listen, that's also a given. But what if we have a competent VAR um, referee? What, what, listen, what if, listen, my issue is this. In CONCACAF, no. If the ball crosses the line, right, yes. and the assistant ref don't see it and the center ref don't see it, and, and the goal is kick it out, and the defender kick it out, it is not giving us a goal. If VAR look at it, it and you see it cross the line, you have to give it as a goal. For me, even if that is what we use, even if we use VAR for the ball going across the touch line or the side, that's fine with me. If we, if they're not going to use it, good fee for do um whatever. But and even offside, come on now, how many Benton? I believe that half a loaf is better than no loaf at all. All right, fair enough, fair enough, football family. As we said, we will wait for official word from Concacaf. We'll go ahead and, and tweet out or send um on our social media platform if we get official word from Concacaf once again. Um, Earl Bailey, press officer of the JFF, reported that VAR will be used. I have not seen anything officially from CONCACAF. We will see. All right, let's get the yard ballers highlighting Jamaican players playing their trade overseas and Jamaican football. Yard ballers. Um, I have nothing much going on. Hey, look, look, Manning's doing well in the Costa company. You must have some about schoolboy <laughs> football. Listen, I'm schoolboy football. Um, but Bunny Shaw had an assist to help Man City steal a, a thrilling 3 2 comeback victory over Birmingham City. So I think we should say that we will get out of the first round of, of, of the women's football. So Bunny Shaw is back. Um, for USL, um, what's his name? Oh my god, but the guy named the um, LAFC. Oh, Neil Fisher. No, not Neil Fisher. But the next one name again. And Neil Fisher was at Galaxy, right? No, LAFC, man. LAFC, the young one. When me and the skinny one, where they said the go go club. Look at skinny when you again. Peter Lee Vassal. Peter Lee go go club, you know he. Peter why, Lee Vassal. Why, why you have to bring go go club in this? The Peter I mean, Lee Vassal. <laughs> Big up Peter Lee. Peter Lee Vassal was cut from his team um in the so hopefully he'll bounce back. Um Nico, I think he's not going to resign with Birmingham, so he'll be um moving to a different club. Um who else? Um Andre Lewis was retained by his team, so he's gonna stay there. I think Deshaun Beckford is still on loan to Moby. They have to work out his, his, his little loan agreement. Um, Junior Clemens is the biggest news that we have. Um, the, you know, rumor has it that he has signed for League Two team, was it um, Which is a big, 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 big club. So last, but last season when they were relegated to second division, people were like, what? Um, but currently they're, you know, in the race to be promoted. So that's a big move. Congrats to you, Junior. We're always there. When not when are dead, don't bury. I know you had a rough couple of months, um, but this is just to prove that cream rises to the top and hard work always pays off. So congrats on your big move, sir. Um, who else? 
that's it, nothing else not going on, whatever. Let's talk about schoolboy football because Junior boy have a no, Junior Benton boy have a fit. Yeah, big up, big up Junior Flemings and at moving to Toulouse. Big up if once so, yeah. so start so start beat Catherine four one, which is a surprise to me because everybody that beats up Catherine. So we think Catherine was going to be the team where, you know, really give people a run for their money. Nah. So start say come here boy and grab him. Um JC beat Mona two zero, but Craig said they're going to meet again. Um, so he's going to definitely win the schoolboy champion trophy. So Craig, we're gonna watch it. Um, KC beat Charlie Smith 3-0. Excelta beat KT 3-1. The usual suspects. So nothing crazy no go on there. So we expected those boys. So in D Cup, we must talk about money. Man is barely scraped two past very three two bent and, and they were leading three zero at half. We put in the subs. <laughs> All right. And 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 nearly get whooped. So Dintil beat Christiana 4-0. Garvey Maceo beat from 2-0. Edwin Allen. I mean, like, let's get Edwin Allen the trophy from now and call it judge. Um beat William Need 2-0. Happy Grove and Monroe College tied 1-1. One, one. Steph. Beat St. Thomas Tech. St. Thomas Tech play football, really? 6-1. 6-1, you know? Um, Manchester with Kerry's team. Nobody wants to transfer to Manchester, Kerry. We'll just tell you that from now. So you don't have to worry about Issa coming with a little full-full rules. Um, so Manchester beat McGrath 4-0. And Big Bad Clarendon College beat Cornwall College 2-1. Um, I would get kicked out again. Camper down and Tivoli. Issa, next show, we're going to talk about Issa. I have to do my research on Issa. I was looking to see if I see these rules anywhere. All right, Issa, just make up the rules. They're just pulling them out there. Um, because I don't see Issa going this hard on JC LLC. You know, so um, I just... JC family, those are the views that come up. <laughs> and on the can't be my brother used to go JC, so I can't say. So JC is LLC. I don't see Issa going so hard. The Camperdown and Tivoli got kicked out of the competition. I think what they're talking about is that they use ineligible players. The argument is there's this one specific player who did not go to school for an entire year. Um, he, his, his parents sent him overseas to an academy where he played football. So they're saying that he's not eligible because he did not go to school for that year. So the question is, did he participate in online classes? Because if he participated in online classes, Issa, him go to school. So we're going to examine it some more, get some more information, find out why Issa is, is taking out these teams. Um, as if Issa never have an intern to go through and see who is eligible or not before the start of the season. Because Issa want to run by a woman because them something they want to run by a week. So they need to get the act together. You can't just pick four teams in the middle of the season when you should have done your due diligence. And the coaches as well should have done their due diligence to see if players are eligible or not. If you're not sure, I am quite sure that you could have called somebody at ISA to get the information. Um, yeah, that's, that's the next thing I was going to say. It's you know responsibility of the coach. Them know the rules. You know, and you know, well, Clarendon College have the ineligible players we can get <laughs> just to help manage. By the way, Clarendon family, don't, don't, don't send me any hate mail. Just to remind the football family of the standings, 
the standings in the Manning Cup quarterfinals groups uh, starts, like Hamon says, and Jamaica College sitting at the top in Group 1, our Zone A, and Kingston College and Excelsior sitting at the top in Group in Zone B. So that's the quarterfinals action group standing. And then courtesy of Issa, the standing in the Da Costa Cup. Um, it's not very often we see Manning sitting at the, at the top in anything. So we're going to go ahead and just highlight it. Um, group 1, Dintil, Dintil and Edwin Allen tied on three points. In Group 2, Manning's sitting on three points. And Happy Grove and Monroe sitting on one on a single point. In Group 3, Stets and Garvin Masaya sitting on three points. In Group 4, Manchester and Clarendon College sitting on three points. Um... You know, this Group 4 thing with Clarendon, Cornwall, Manchester High, that's an interesting group. Interesting group indeed. Interesting group. Um, any other news then from Yardballers before we go over with Yard? And, 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 and any other news you want to highlight? No. Next week, we will have more information about Yardballers in USL, you know, out of USL. Because, um, you know, it's transfer market time when it comes to the USL. And we're going to find out who, you know, is being retained, who is not being kept. Um, and I, I cannot find any new information about the young man from Miami FC who was charged for, is it rape or was it a sexual assault? One of those things. I don't know what is happening with him. I have to find out, I have to call my contact and find out what's happening with that young man as well. And to find out if Lamar Walker will actually remain a man. So, yeah, next yeah. week I'll have more information on the players that we have in the US. Serious, and over serious allegations indeed. We'll keep the family abreast. And also, um, Justin uh, Master um, option was picked up by Minnesota, right? Uh, come on, so he's, his option oh, was I picked didn't, up. Uh, oh, well, that's good. Justin yeah. have one more year to kind of prove. Yeah, big up, big up, Justin. Um, you know, because this year, yeah, this year wasn't a good year. He was ill, got injured. Um, it wasn't a good year for Justin. So that's good, though, that yeah. they picked up his, his option. Football family, this is it now. Remember, Champions League. Oh, we don't, oh I'm sorry. We don't talk about it. I'm sorry. And Andre, not Andre, O'Neill Fisher's contract was declined um, by LA Galaxy. So yes, Andre, Fisher. Fisher is currently on the move. All right, well, good, Anil Fisher. Just go on, go on, find the next place, find the next team, family. Gone, you know. I don't know when, when, when the legend says one door close, another one open. Go on, do your work, family. Go on, do your work. Um, football family, really appreciate you taking the time to join us. Really, really appreciate you. Um, up the likes, up the subscription. Really appreciate it. We'll highlight Jamaican football on this platform all we as will also discuss world football discussing epl and la liga champions league remember champions league and europa league draw tomorrow we'll give you updates on the next round of matches and festive football season coming up in the epl as chelsea is worried chelsea family worried brother and i better get conte back fast hey come on we're gonna run it up bye all right